Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Next is now. Well, what's next? Local elections are coming up next week, August the 10th. And even though you may typically skip these elections, I think they have a bigger influence on our lives than the presidential elections, big statewide elections, uh, the municipal elections, and, and other you know local offices are so vital to what happens in your neighborhood and your community. So we wanted to figure out what do you need to know before Election Day? How can you prepare? Uh, how do you move it all forwards? And uh, Josh Daniels, Utah County Clerk and Auditor, joins us now to discuss uh, his piece uh, in the Salt Lake Tribune outlining what you need to know before this year's municipal elections. Uh, Josh, thanks for joining us today. Great to be with you, Boyd. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I, I am a big believer in the municipal elections, the off-year elections, and the local issues, the local things, how often people show up and they're only concerned about who they're going to vote for for president in in election years or presidential years uh, when these municipal elections uh, really do have a significant impact on, on daily living. So what should we know uh, rolling into August the 10th? Well, you know, the most important thing to know is, are you registered to vote or not? Largely, though, in Utah, thanks in part to Google and Facebook running never-ending ads in 2020 about registering, most people are registered to vote. But but if you're not, you need to register or update your registration so that ballots can be sent to your current address. You can. It's too late to actually register, but you can call your county clerk's office if you need to update your address. And under Utah law, you can actually show up on Election Day and register if you haven't already, and that's next Tuesday. So one week away, uh, folks will be casting ballots in those municipal primary elections. So find out if, you're, if your city is having a municipal primary or not. Um, and, and, you know, those ballots have been sent out by mail in most counties already. So you have really no excuse to not participate. The, the ballot's probably on your kitchen counter. You can look at the candidates and, and research their positions. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, whenever, if you ever have any questions, of course, you can always go to vote.utah.gov uh, to kind of get some perspective as, in terms of where you are. Uh, what are the other things that you pointed out, Josh, that I think is important? There are some uh, cities uh, that are using uh, ranked choice voting uh, in this election cycle. Uh, we've seen it work. Here in the state of Utah, we've seen it uh, go disastrously wrong in places like New York. Uh, but tell us, what do we need to know uh, if in our particular election they are using ranked choice voting? So ranked choice voting is an option for cities. And one of the things a city could do is not have a primary, as in what's happening next Tuesday, and instead just have a general election. But with all of those candidates on the general election ballot, giving the voter the choice to then rank those candidates, 
Um, 23 cities are doing that this year. Um, eight of those are in Utah County. And, you know, the thing to know about ranked choice voting is that there may be more candidates than you're used to. Let's say you have a mayoral race. Typically, the way it would work in a general election is the primary may have narrowed the field of candidates to just two. Um, but you may have three or four or five mayoral right. candidates. You know, in the case of Sandy, there's a good handful, and they're using ranked choice voting. So you have a few more names to research, um, but you won't be voting on those candidates until the general election in November. Um, so, so that's important uh, to understand. Uh, there may be that. That's the reason why you're not having a primary right now, which saves cities a little bit of money. They don't have to spend the money to send ballots out in August. They only need to do it in November. Uh, we've obviously heard a lot on the national front uh, in terms of the uh, the safety, the security uh, of of our elections, our election systems. Uh, what do you want voters to know about uh, what's taking place, what's happening to make sure that the, the elections are secure, that they're safe, uh, and that we can trust the results? Right. That's a great point. Uh, there's a lot of concern about that. You know, largely Utah and counties in Utah have sought to be very proactive in communicating to voters and very transparent about the process. Some of the same concerns about access to voting centers and, you know, poll watching behaviors, uh, those criticisms have not really been applicable here in Utah. Utah's also been a leader in vote by mail. I think a lot of concern around the country came in states where vote by mail was brand new in 2020. It was kind of an afterthought. Um, Utah has been doing it since 2008. And so we've really got the system dialed in well. Um, counties uh, are very careful about the, the voter list in terms of updating addresses and, and, you know, removing folks who have died or inactivating voters who have moved away. And, um, and we, we match those signatures that are on file from your registration records to determine identity. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of steps in, in terms of robust security measures that we take as counties in administering these elections. I mean, I think about what we do in Utah County. We have four levels of overlapping physical security related to our ballot processing center. And so we take security very seriously. Uh, so important. If you're just joining us, we have Josh Daniels on the line, uh, Utah County Clerk and Auditor. We're talking about the municipal elections coming up on August the 10th. Uh, you should have uh, a ballot sitting on your kitchen table, as Josh said. Hopefully you filled it out and sent it back in already. If you haven't, uh, there's still time. You need to do that. Uh, Josh, just as we as we come down the home stretch, any other last things that uh, people should be thinking about uh, or acting on as it relates to this year's munis- municipal elections? Yeah, ballots. Um, I think the best advice is to turn your ballot back in at one of the ballot drop boxes in your county. Um, that saves money on postage. It ensures that the election office gets your ballot quicker. Um, but if you are going to mail your ballot, you have to make sure it's postmarked the day before Election Day. That's next Monday is the postmark deadline. If it's Election Day and you forgot to mail your ballot back, that's okay. You can take your ballot to any of those drop boxes as long as you have in the drop box before polls close at 8 p.m. Um, or you could take it to one of the polling locations. So, and if you're not registered to vote, it's still not too late. You just have to show up on election day, um, uh, which is next Tuesday. And if people have questions about any of those issues, whether it's a drop box location, whether it's an on-site day of voting location, uh, where can they go to get all of that information? 
I mean, generally a good place for anybody in the state is, is uh, you know, vote.utah.gov. But your own county website or even your city website will have information specific to the county election administration or your specific municipal election that's taking place. All right. Fantastic. Josh Daniels, again, he is the uh, county clerk, Utah County clerk and auditor. Uh, appreciate your insight. Uh, and thanks for raising this for us as we get ready to roll into that August 10th election. And uh, so important, these local races, these municipal elections really do impact your daily living uh, in so many different ways. Josh, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks, Boyd. All right. Again, that's uh, Josh Daniels, uh, Utah County Clerk and Auditor. And we always we always hyperventilate on the, the big presidential year and the presidential elections, the statewide elections for governor, for federal office. Uh, but you just have to remember that the thing that's going to impact you the most are these municipal elections and, and school board elections and mayor races and and uh, those kinds of things are, are going to really impact your daily living more, much more than uh, the president is uh, or even the governor or a senator or a member of the House of Representatives in Washington. Uh, so these are, are really critical pieces. You should have, uh, if you're having a municipal election in your area, you should uh, have a ballot uh, on your kitchen table, hopefully. Uh, if not, again, the, the place to always go, a great, a great place to start is uh, vote.utah.gov, and you can get all the basic information there, or you can get to your county sites uh, as well for additional information. Again, it's not too late for vote. In Utah, you can show up day of. Uh, also, there are Dropbox locations as well as uh, day of uh, on-site locations that you can cast your ballot. And, of course, you can always put it back in the mail. Uh, that works, too. And so all of those things are absolutely vital. We really appreciate Doss Daniels from Utah County uh, helping us uh, navigate that a little bit and just reminding us uh, August 10th is coming quick. We're about a week out. And if you're going to postmark it, if you're going to send it in the mail, you got it has to be postmarked by next Monday the 9th. Uh, before midnight so it's got to be in that way all right we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news uh, we're going to talk a little politics and a little sports coming up uh, looking at uh, things through the lens of politics uh, ksl scott mitchell from on rivals going to join us to discuss what's happening with our athletes in the olympics and what it means moving forward and that's coming up next here on inside sources on ksl news radio Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.